You're listening to Upcycling with Deb. This is a little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the longer podcast, Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life. It's about online yard sales and how you can leverage them to create the wealth that you want in every area of your life. I can't imagine what it would be like if two adults lived in the same house and they had a totally different idea or standard of organization. Ray and I both like an organized space, but even we have very different methods for getting there. And some people like to just relentlessly throw things away. If things are kind of in their space, they'll throw it away and they'll just rebuy it. I'm more mindful in that regard. I want to try to find a home for it or a new purpose for it. And there's probably benefits to both. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to end up just rebuying something if it's been tossed and I need it in the future. And that's not really a savings. And to me, it's not really a way to live. It's not just about the money that you save from hanging on to an item and putting it in a proper spot in your home. It's about the time that it takes to actually go to the store and get another of that item. So I don't necessarily think it's beneficial to just kind of throw everything away because you don't really know what to do with it, but it does take extra time to organize it. Trust me, I know. But we like to team up. Ray and I are huge advocates for teaming up and trying to tackle this issue together. I can guarantee you that if you are the junk manager for the things in your house like I am, it's going to feel like you're doing it alone. But you're not. You really need to involve the other people in your house. Even though we both want the same living standard, it's still a clutter battle. Oh, if you have a neat person married to a messy person, though, I can't even imagine. We always advocate for teaming up. Ray sometimes has, you know, some hesitation when it comes to tossing the baby's toys, the kid's toys. It may be because maybe he bought the toy or reminds him of a toy that he had when he was a kid. So sometimes he has trouble saying goodbye to the kid's toys. And I can totally see why. It's like a chapter of their childhood is closing when you get rid of a particular age bracket of toys. For me, it's books. I don't know why. I know that I can get the information from Google search or I can purchase a textbook that is more up to date. But for some reason, those books represent a time in my life, especially if it's a textbook. It may have represented a few months in my life where I was in college or graduate school. Maybe if I really liked that class, I would want to hang on to it. But I know that the information is outdated, but still it's difficult for me to get rid of the books. So that's another reason why you want to team up. Ray helps me donate the books, and I help him get rid of the toys. So it's a great thing to do to make sure that you have a team effort. Also, as I mentioned, in the book, you really have to involve the other people in your house if you want this to be a lifestyle that's ongoing. There's nothing like cleaning out your basement, cleaning out your attic, really doing a thorough purge of your living space. And if you do it solo, I can almost guarantee that you'll be back to square one in a matter of months or weeks or sooner. If you haven't 
involve the others in the process if they don't see what you're going through to make sure that the space is clutter free they're probably just going to continue the same behaviors that got you there in the first place it's almost like a form of punishment you know when i'm getting rid of the toys if i'm donating them or i'm not getting paid for them i'm really kicking myself for maybe overindulging and in, in buying too many things because it's me that does it it's ray that does it it's not the kids fault so It's us that should be saying no, but with the pandemic, we feel like maybe they're bored or we we just want to reward them. We have to remember that we can reward them with our time as well as with things. So if you involve the other people in your house in the effort, if you get their buy-in to this new lighter living lifestyle, you're more likely to keep it going. And that's what this is all about. Yes, it is an ongoing clutter battle, but it makes it so much easier to keep your house clean and neat if you declutter as you go along in the different stages of your life. And I want people to have that lighter feeling where you're living right now. We have a small house and it's the same house as the one that triggered this whole purging spree in the first place. We never had to move because we were able to get rid of a lot of the things that we didn't need. And our house feels twice as big with half the stuff. I want you to have that feeling too. There's nothing wrong with wanting a McMansion or a bigger house. I want a bigger house. But I have a feeling that if I did get that bigger house, I would just be filling those extra closets with extra things. So having a smaller house keeps me from going over a certain amount with the items that I have in my space. It's really helpful in that regard, even though I'd love to have a bigger house. And I would encourage people who want to get a bigger house. Sure, if that's your dream, you should follow that dream. That's totally fine. But you need to be happy where you are to get what you want. There's a phrase, you have to want what you have to have what you want. And I love that. We have to practice gratitude for the things that we already have. Sometimes that will prevent us from buying more things that we don't necessarily need. Even though my house is small, I feel like I have more space. It feels better when it's neater, when it's tidy, when it's clutter-free. And I don't worry about it if people drop by unannounced and they poke their head in, you know, pre-pandemic. I never really feel embarrassed about my space because it's relatively neat because we have less stuff to clutter it. It's just much easier to keep it neat. My mom used to always joke before the pandemic anyway, that people would ring my doorbell all the time just to kind of pop by and say hi. We have a very friendly neighborhood. And I love that. My mom would always say it's like a 1950s sitcom at my house because every hour, it seems like people will ring the doorbell just to say hello. I love that I don't ever have to worry about like, oh, my house is a mess or oh, don't come in or oh, let's pretend we're not home. I don't have to feel that way because I I feel proud of my space. And you have to feel proud of your space where you are, whether you think your house is too small or you think you're going to get that feeling in a bigger house. You might just have a bigger living room that's messy. So think about trying to create that mindset and that comfort level in the space where you are today. And be sure to involve the other people who live in that space to make sure that that lifestyle keeps going. 
help them to realize the benefit firsthand by participating in the purging process. Less is truly more. Thank you for listening to this episode of Little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the podcast Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. Connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Deb Colometta, or go to my website, thedebsite.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.